Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. That's not my real name. That is a pen name that I came up with to use on my newsletter here, LOL Sober. Well, happy Thanksgiving. The holidays are officially here. Good luck out there. <laughs> it's not easy. Um, I remember hearing at my f early on in sobriety that this was the the um, the the dangerous trio: Thanksgiving, Christmas, slash holidays, New Year's. So that is three holiday seasons there. I found the hype to be pretty realistic. You know, it's a difficult time for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons, um, and it's back to back to back. In my sober time, I've never had a physical relapse during those times, but I have had some bad behaviors that you might think like, wow, did that guy relapse because he's acting like a crazy person? I would call that an emotional relapse, and those are not pleasant. <laughs> they are not fun. Um, so I decided I put together a list of five suggestions that have helped me in the past. I think any one of these might brighten up the holidays a bit if you give it a shot. Um, I'm going to – I plan on implementing some of these myself especially the last one on this list. There's five, and number five, I think, is so valuable. So let me start with number one is start a 45 in 90. I'd love to do 90 meetings in 90 days once in a while just to get a good reboot of my program, but that is usually not realistic. Um, just I have a hectic life, a good life, but it's hectic. Um, 45 meetings in 90 days, though, it's doable. Um, and the holidays are an excellent time to start, in my opinion, the pace is one meeting every two days, obviously, if you can do math. Um, that sounds like a lot, but I think 99% of people who are telling the truth about their life, it's probably doable if you really wanted to do it. You know, is it hard? Well, it ain't easy, I'll tell you that. Um, it's getting to a meeting on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, one week, and then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and one weekend day the next week, and that averages out to 7, 14 days. Um, the trick is that week where you get really busy and you can only get to a meeting on Monday and Thursday and all of a sudden you've fallen off the pace. Um, the last time I did it though, I ran into that issue and I found myself unexpectedly getting competitive and wanting to catch up and I did catch up. It gave me a specific goal to chase and I respond well when I feel challenged and I felt challenged. So one caveat to this suggestion um, if I did it again, I would make sure that it, of the 45 meetings, I would make sure at least 30 are in person. I think you want a good balance. Um, you know, I don't consider listening to five Zoom meetings on a long driving trip to actually be like the same as five regular meetings. Um, for me, I'd want to make sure I have quite a bit of in-person meetings on my 45. All right, suggestion number two, carry your most recent anniversary coin in your pocket at all times. I've shared about this before. Um, you know, we work really hard to get sobriety time and to get that coin. And so I worked hard for it. Why not let it work for me now? You know, I put mine in my pocket, so I end up reaching in there and touching it over and over again when I get car keys or a $5 bill. And I find it to just be a really quick reminder of the places I've been and the places I want to go. And that's the key. It serves as a reminder for what my goals are. I want to be serene. I want to be patient. I want to understand more than be understood. I want to process resentments, not stockpile them. Um, I want to have as much grace as anybody I am in a room with. I don't want to argue with you about sports or politics, movies, which dessert tasted better. I don't want to do any of that crap. Um, but I do. <laughs> I do. I do. I absolutely do. So, but when I 
brush my hand against it, grabbing a $1 bill, it's almost like a quick prayer. It connects me with a higher power. And I'm not talking about God here. That list of things that I put above, you know, the the being serene and patient and um, processing resentments, that's a list of things that are bigger than me that I can't do by myself. I need help finding those things every day. And so my anniversary coin is just like a little jolt of serenity whenever uh, whenever I touch it. All right, third suggestion. Get your headphones ready. Uh, my last 10 road trips in my minivan with my wife and three kids. I think they've been probably the 10 best I've had since we had kids. Why? Well, half of the battle on these trips was um, – once we arrived, once we got through the traveling portion of it, was I in a good or a bad headspace from the road trip? It was usually a bad headspace, usually frustrated, agitated. I'm walking into a living room in that headspace. That's not good. You know, in, to, to boil it down, if I'm miserable from the driving, there's zero chance I won't be miserable at wherever we go. You know, so I started stacking up podcasts and songs to listen to on the drive my wife and I, you know, we had a conversation where I said, hey, listen, would you be up for me driving the entire way? I'll take care of everything driving related, filling up the gas tank, all that stuff. If you police the backseat, make sure you just stay on top of bickering between the kids. If somebody needs a drink, if somebody needs a bathroom, tap on my shoulder. That's your deal. She said yes. So I drive. I put in one AirPod, not two. Uh, driving with two in is not a great idea. But I drive with one in, turn the volume up a little bit, listen to some fun stuff that I, as I drive. And I got to tell you, I found myself like 75% more pleasant when we arrived. It made a huge difference. Third thing, go for a walk. I used to be the hide in the bathroom guy. I'd go in there when I was, you know, not in a good good place. Uh I'd go in the bathroom for five to 10 minutes at a time, a couple of times. And um, every time something, things would start getting hairy in the living room, I'd pop in the bathroom. And my version of hairy usually has something to do with just peopling, excessive peopling, too much hanging out, too much arguing, too much noise, all of that. But my bathroom plan didn't end up going very well because people just started asking me if I was in there blowing it up. <laughs> you know? And I didn't really want a reputation for exploding in the bathroom every holiday because um, I was actually in there meditating. I mean, give me a break. Come on, guys. Um, so I started going for walks outside, and they were really great for me. The air was like cold and brisk, and it kind of jolted me out of any haze that I was feeling. Um, and it sounds a little hippy-dippy when I say it, but sunlight's actually really good for me. And apparently that's not just me. It's all people, you know, it's pretty commonly accepted science these days that a certain amount of sunlight every day is, it's good for people and not for nothing. You know, you go for a walk after eating an obscene amount of food and it, it, it just helps me wake up, helps me get moving. Um, do I come back and realize I have some room left in my stomach for more dessert? Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> All right, the fourth, the last suggestion, I should say. It's the most important one. And I, I call it, uh, I, I call it try the STFU plan. If you don't know STFU, it means shut the blank up. Um, so the STFU plan is, you know, I've talked about 
many times the idea that I try to make sure every word out of my mouth is truthful, useful, kind, and timely. So all, not one of those things, all four of them, truthful, useful, kind, timely. So if it's three of those things, you don't say it. If it's one of those things, you don't say it. If it's zero of those things, you definitely don't say it. And yeah, it limits how much you talk in a big way. But a slightly different tact I have employed over the years is to, um, over the holidays, is to just shut the blank up. Shut the F up. Like, try not to speak unless spoken to. Like, your brother-in-law wants to rant about politics? Shut the F up. To me. Your uncle wants to talk about how his football team's better than yours? Yo, I say this to myself. Shut the blank up. <laughs> your kids want to complain about how uh, how they don't like the food that's being served at, at grandma's house? Hey, shut the blank up. Don't argue. Don't try to set the record straight. Don't teach any lessons. Don't teach anybody anything. Just listen Nod your head, shut the blank up. That works for me. Um, don't tell anybody else to shut the blank up, by the way. I've done that before. Not a great idea. You can say it to yourself. Don't say it to somebody else. If somebody asks how you're doing, don't be rude. I'm not saying you just just stare off into space. I don't do that. I actually have conversations with people. I just don't talk very much. Don't be rude. Say you're doing fine. Then ask how they're doing. If a conversation keeps going, ask questions and listen. You hear something you disagree with, you don't have to correct the record. Just shut up. Try to understand. You don't have to be understood. Uh, trust me, it saves you a lot of headaches. It has helped me immensely. So those are my five tips. Hope you have a great holiday. If you do struggle, just know that there are, you know, about 350 million other Americans scuffling also, probably for similar reasons. And also know there's probably somebody hopping in the car right now for a meeting right up the street from you somewhere um, and they can probably identify with what you're going going through. Um, I said it at the beginning of this and I'll say it again. Good luck out there. Thanks for letting me share.